Welcome to the MRC Talks podcast, bringing you news and views from across the Medical Research Council community. I'm Isabel Baker. Following the launch of the updated MRC Mental Health Research Strategy, in this episode, we're talking about research helping young people affected by poor mental health. So HIV in particular is a strong condition which when combined with depression in the context of poverty really does raise the risks for the mother herself, the father himself and for parenting and child development. Mental health issues such as anxiety and depression affect around one in six people in the UK. They have a huge and long-term impact on the lives of individuals and their families and they cost the UK economy up to £100 billion per year. By supporting world-class mental health research, the MRC is creating new opportunities to treat and prevent mental illness. An important group is young people, because many lifelong conditions start at a young age. Alan Stein is a professor of child and adolescent psychiatry at the University of Oxford. He's helping to give children the best possible start in life by helping their mothers, who are affected by depression and HIV in South Africa and he hopes his results will have a global impact. The most important thing is the interventions, so helping children very early on to achieve their potential and really to work with parents because I think mental health especially is often stigmatised and these parents care about their children as much as anybody else does anywhere else in the world. Alan's research focuses on helping pregnant women with depression who are HIV positive. Um, Depression, both during and after pregnancy, is common, as Alan explains. 10 to 15% of women experience it following the birth of a child or or during pregnancy. And there's no way that um, services as they currently stand in the United Kingdom could cope with that kind of number. So there are large numbers of women who need help who are not getting help. And for that matter, large numbers of men who need help. It's probably it's not as common in, in men as women, but it's probably half as common at least. So it means lots of people who need help are not getting help. Help is particularly important because depression doesn't just affect the individual. We know that people who are depressed, uh, uh, parents who are depressed in the perinatal period, um, run into difficulties in the parenting area because of the really quite marked effects of parent of depression on parenting and functioning in general and that in, in turn has potential impact on the children when combined with hiv depression can be dangerous as it can stop people from taking their hiv medication alan is working in an area with one of the highest rates of hiv in the world and in terms of young people if you go to an antenatal clinic so about 40% of women in parts of Southern Africa are HIV positive. So you can walk into any antenatal clinic and four out of ten women sitting there are HIV positive. So it's a very important area. Up to 40% of pregnant women with HIV in Southern Africa also have depression. And without HIV medication, the virus could be passed on to their unborn babies. The good news is that treating depression can help people stick to their HIV treatment. But in this group of people, there's not yet an effective treatment for depression. So Alan is testing a new approach. So treating depression, helping them to take the medication on a regular basis is what we're part of, and then evolving this, preparing them for the baby's arrival, ensuring exclusive breastfeeding, and then providing, helping them with uh, early stimulation of the baby 
is, is the kind of interventions we've done. Alan's using a psychological treatment for depression called behavioural activation. This method focuses on helping people engage in the activities that they enjoy. It works on the idea that changing behaviour may be enough to improve someone's outlook on life. And a changed outlook can lead to positive changes in thoughts and emotions. It's, it's, it, it uses a very specific behavioural approach which doesn't rely on attitudes or beliefs or, or, or culture but has a very core set of, of, of behaviours which you can then adapt to a different kinds of cultures or different kinds of settings and, and we found that be a very good way to go. Due to the lack of qualified mental health specialists in the areas of South Africa where they're working, Alan and his team have come up with a special way to deliver the therapy. And by training, by using methods, we can actually train people who are not mental health specialists, but who are more general healthcare workers, um, for example, like health visitors um, or other uh, counsellors who could deliver that kind of intervention successfully would be a very good way to go. These people are called lay counsellors, and results so far are looking positive. And we successfully trained lay counsellors to really effectively deliver this um, behavioural activation care for child development. And the data we have shows that children's, uh, at least the mother's, depression improved quite substantially, and that they were able to engage with their children and understand the messages. And most strikingly, these lay counsellors um, did very well indeed in picking up the messages in effectively engaging and in terms of understanding how to deliver the intervention. It's a really exciting result for the team. So it makes the whole potential of delivering evidence-based interventions in a, at a community level much, much more possible using lay counsellors, using different kinds of methods and using technology. Alan now plans to see if the therapy works in a bigger study in South Africa. He's using funding from the Global Challenges Research Fund through the Joint Global Health Trials Scheme, run by the MRC, the Department for International Development, the National Institute for Health Research, and Welcome. And so we have very, very good collaborators on the ground who will help, who will work with us to do, to um, put together a really large trial to test this intervention, see whether it can really be sustainably and feasibly delivered across a wide range of people with with positive outcomes for children um, up to the age of two years of age. But it doesn't stop there. Alan and his team have bigger plans. So what we've shown in low middle income countries is that can be done, done successfully and in a sense we should be able to take those lessons and learn them here. We live in a very multicultural world in the United Kingdom with many, many different communities and so learning about how you adapt um, uh, treatments to different kinds of needs, different kinds of understandings and what are the core interventions that can be simply transferred across or how you adapt them is critical and I think that could really be used in the United Kingdom. That's all from this episode. You can read more about Alan's work on our blog, insight.mrc.ac.uk. The MRC Strategy for Lifelong Mental Health Research is published on our website, mrc.ac.uk forward slash mental health. Look out for our future episode, talking about another way that research is helping young people affected by poor mental health. There was the real explosion of technology and smartphones and apps, and it just felt like this was a really important opportunity to capitalise on the technological explosion that was happening. Thanks for listening.